First, let's recap what we said about I.J. Good yesterday. I don't think I really landed the plane on that. I don't think it was quite clear. It wasn't even clear to me. I mean, it was clear to me, but not, not clear enough to say it clearly. Oh, we're getting off to a great start, aren't we? Then let's explain what a model is. I think I talk a lot about models. I've never really talked about what a model is. This is going to be brief. Don't worry. Then let's read the AI news, or try to, and see what happens. This is Retrace, segment number 32, Thursday, October 27th, 2022, at 11 p.m. Eastern, on the dot. Retrace is about what's going on out there. All right, Retrace number 30, Re30, uh, just following up. The question is, are we talking paradox? Are we talking irony? Are we talking false hypotheses? I.J. Good says we have to build AGI to survive. Artificial general intelligence, super intelligence, ultra intelligent machines, whatever you want to call it. We have to build them to survive. Man's survival depends on it. Number two, we have to cede control if we build such machines. We have to hope they're going to be docile enough to tell us how to control them, which is to say, cede control. We, we're, we're giving the control to them. Maybe they'll give it back. Maybe they won't. And then that leads to, those two premises lead to the conclusion, or the implication, that we have to, you connect the two, you, you syllogize them, we have to cede control to survive. So, we have to build these things to survive, we have to give control if we build these things, therefore, to survive, we have to give over control. This is not a good survival. This is either a paradox, not really a paradox, you've got to be strict about that, uh, think like a logician. It's it's maybe it's irony. It's definitely irony. Nature has a lot of irony in it. The world is filled with irony. If we do it, uh, or it could just be false hypotheses. So it, this is not a good survival. Us without control, like we're in the zoo, we're chimpanzees. That's not good survival. It's not good that we build the AGI and see control to it. Uh, us quickly dead after or soon dead after the development of the ultra-intelligent machine, that's not a good survival. Surviving for 10 seconds after the development of the AGI, that's not good. These are the things, this is, this is the question. Are we talking paradox, irony, or false hypotheses? Depending on how you look at them, probably a little bit of all of them. This is different from the Artelect War hypothesis, uh, Hugo de Garris, that there are going to be two human groups that fight a giga-death war over whether or not to build this is they would be fighting that war over the whether or not to build the the machines um uh on the basis of ought you know this is versus ought should we do this that goes to to ij good's opening premise we have to build agi to survive wait, wait, wait that you can't accept that out of hand the cosmists might say, well, we don't have to, but we should. We should. It's the right thing to do. It's, it's nature is pushing us to do this. The Terrans, Daguerreus' Terrans, would say we shouldn't, but neither group has to say we have to. Okay? So this is different from, from Artelect War. Uh, and it also, just speaking to the false hypotheses uh, uh, angle on, on this um, syllogism, uh, I should stop calling it that. Um, People don't necessarily accept that the AGIs are possible, so that's a premise, that they're possible. You know, we have to build these things in order to survive. It assumes that they're po it's possible to build them. And um, they don't, people also don't assume that they'll be bad. You know, seeding control might not be bad. It might be good. Enough. That's the IJ. I put it to bed for now. The IJ good um, paradox or irony or false hypotheses. What's a model? We keep talking about models. I am not using model in a technical term, in a technical sense. You can talk when I, I say threat models, and I got that from Bruce Schneier and his secrets and lies. Um, 
and but he doesn't even define it technically in there. It's you know it's a, it's and then I, I've talked about artificial intelligence uh, lingo. Some it's used in some contexts in AI. Um, one for natural language processing, and another one is for 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 modeling virtual worlds uh, in a, like a reinforcement um, game, a reinforcement algorithm or reinforcement system. Um, I'm just I'm just using it like like kids build models as hobbies in the 1950s. Um, it's just a simplified version of some aspect of the world. A model is a simplified representation of some part of the world. We make a model because it improves our chances of correctly predicting the future. Well, that's not what kids do when they build models, but just go with me here. Predicting the future, maybe guessing about the future is another way of saying it. And now I'm quoting from Barlow, uh, who, who's the one who put forward the guessing and intelligence hypothesis. Intelli- and quoting now, intelligence exploits redundancy to make predictions more certain. So we're intelligent, we're making models, we're exploiting redundancy to make predictions more certain. We want to improve the reliability of predictions by exploiting the redundancy of sensory messages. And maybe another word for redundancy is compressibility. There's information in there that you don't need in order to reconstruct the message. Um, by So we improve the reliability of predictions by exploiting the redundancy of sensory messages. In other words, guess right. We, we, that's what we want to do. We want to guess right about reality, about the future. That's, that's Horace Barlow. That comes from him. Um, what are we looking for when we build a model? We're looking for information, um, which is to say distinctions in what we see that correspond to differences in the world beyond our senses. You've got, you know, the difference that makes a difference. That's um, attributed, that, that's Bateson who said that, you know, what is information that is, is a difference, that ma- the difference that makes a difference. Um, but really before that was uh, McKay who said, that information is is a distinction that makes a difference, which is a little bit better, according to VSIT information by Floridi. So we're t- that's what models are. Just just think, you know, uh, a simplified representation for a certain purpose, and it's usually an intelligent purpose. All right, we're six minutes in. Let's read the AI news. Uh, yeah. So what? How do I define the AI news? I don't know. Some newsletter I got onto a while ago, AI Weekly by Essentials. There are multiple AI newsletters out there. Um, I could go to the technology section of the the um, the New York Times or FT or Fox News or any. Pick your favorite source. Um, but I'm just using this newsletter for today because uh, that seemed like the best thing. I have not read this. Oh, oh, oh! And it's number three hundred. Um, news uh, uh, issue number three. it's weekly too like the daily ones it's a bit a bit like drinking from a fire hose this is a weekly newsletter it's issue number I've got 299 open but this is the 300 is the one we're going to read the, the, the headline for issue number 300 AI the coming tsunami this is from October October 27th this is today I was going to read 299 because that's but this one came out today so let's this, okay so it's advertising based it seems to have been uh, the, the software for 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 this uh, sort of weekly newsletter uh, machine was seems to have been developed by an AI developer, uh, uh, an iOS developer. Um, okay, we don't really know anything about the source other than what the source tells us, and we know that there's advertising. It's an advertising based source. Okay, whatever. Um, let's do it. Uh, okay, where's the where's the tsunami one? And it mixes in ads, so if I if I read an ad, my mistake. Artificial intelligence, the coming tsunami. While we design software marginally, imp- 
While we see design software marginally improve year on year, there's been growing unrest at the pace slash scale of improvements. Questions have been raised about how well BIM workflows map to how the industry actually works. Uh, I don't know what BIM stands for. What is BIM? Uh, Martin Day looks at the potential impact of artificial intelligence on architecture. BIM. Let's click through. Uh, oh, no. Do I have to accept the cookies? Of course I do. Let's accept the cookies. BIM. What's, what's BIM? I don't, I've never heard that. BIM. I don't know what BIM is. AI BIM. What the hell is BIM? Come on. What are the four stages of BIM? Oh, okay, it's some sort of... Um, oh, my goodness. Come on, somebody tell me what BIM stands for. Just do it. Oh, this is ridiculous. Okay, I'm not going to... Oh, sucks. Just, just don't start with the acronym, people. It's not cool. All right, I'm 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 pushing on this. This is not as uh, I, I don't, I'm not going to devote time to this guy to this article. Next topic, and, and anyway, it's very general. That headline: the new artificial intelligence hype. In the last few years, the the hype around artificial intelligence has been increasing again. Most of it's due to truly groundbreaking research. Yeah, okay. The U.S. unofficial position on upcoming EU artificial intelligence rules, history of AI in 33 breakthroughs, the first AI-driven robot. Uh, AI tool colorizes black and white photos automatically. Um, Roco's Basilisk. All right. Um, let's try issue 299. I'm not feeling this, and I also don't want to infringe on copyright by doing too much of something here with one edition. Um, the State of AI Enterprise. Four deep thoughts on deep learning in 2022. Man, there was one at the top here. Come on, give me a break, guys. I'm doing this on the fly, and you, this, the world is not conforming to my expectations. Maybe I need AI. I need, yep, that's what it is. AI will help me predict the future, improve my expectations. There was a thing. Deep thoughts on venture be identified overreach. New European political, oh, this was it. This was it. Okay. New European political party is led by an artificial intelligence. What? Futurism.com. A new political party in Denmark. The synthetic party is led by Lars, an AI specifically trained on policies formed by post-1970 Danish fringe parties. Cool. Or not. Do we click through? Let's click through. Let's give, let's give them a click through. Uh, uh, great. Picture of, I'm sure that's what the AI is looking, you know, they spent all that time building the robot around it. Oh, we can listen to the article. Introducing the Synthetic Party, a new political party in Denmark that hopes to soon have a parliament seat. Oh, and by the way, its head honcho, Leader Lars, is actually an AI chatbot, and all of its policies are AI-driven, AI-derived. Cool? All right. Um, sort of gimmicky. Not the story, but the, the you know. But more and more, I mean, artificial intelligence, I mean, what is it? Um I mean, the two big aspects of contemporary artificial intelligence are predictions and decisions. Uh, prediction, prediction machines, that was the title of a book by a few economists a few years ago. And, you know, decide, decisions, it's all about decisions, right? 
All right, next article. Alex Hanna left Google to try to save AI's future. Ooh, okay. I've never even heard that name. After her departure, she joined Timnit Gebru's Distributed AI Research Institute and work as it was well underway. Okay, to save AI's future. Very good. Thank you for doing that. The multi-billion dollar potential of synthetic data. Yes, data is the new oil, of course. New transparent AI tool may help detect blood poisoning. Now we're getting into like a specific sort of IJ good, we have to build these things in order to survive. This is a, now we talked about models, this would fall under the category of threat model in our world model, world number five, world model number five, uh, but four was the one that really fleshed out threat modeling. This is um, blood poisoning. That's either your, um, well, certainly your micro moments threat model. You know, you'll lose a lot of time if you've got blood poisoning. You can partially lose lose parts of yourself, limb or some sort of functionality that you love, and then you can live your whole, lose your whole individual, uh, your whole individual, what's valuableness. Um, yeah, it's individual. I got to sometimes read my own model here. Um, by losing your life to blood poisoning. Okay, so we build the machines in order to survive. Now the we, you know, IJ Good's not talking about we as in each individual. He's talking about uh, humanity as a whole, but Catastrophic risk is not just global catastrophic risk. I don't know if I've made this point clearly enough. Um, micro, look, wasting five minutes of your time is is catastrophic risk to the micro part of who you are or your life. Those five minutes are gone. You do not get those back. You cannot, the you know, the one resource that is not renewable is time. Um, it's not the one resource. It's, it's, the, it's the most important resource, time. Uh, catastrophic catastrophic risk to your time is what I'm I'm catastrophically destroying seconds of your life by not being more prepared to say what I'm trying to say but you understand you've listened to this show you know how we roll partial catastrophic risk to your arm that's what you face or your leg an IED you're at war that's catastrophic risk not to your whole person hopefully but then individual catastrophic risk is the IED gets you Gets vital organs, you bleed to death, um, instead of just you know suffering, ampu- you know ultimately an amputation. Then you've got your local catastrophic risk, you know, black plague wipes out your whole neighborhood or your whole family, whatever. That's your local group, and then global is it wipes out everybody, the meteor or the artificial intelligence. Okay, so here we're talking about blood poisoning, and this algorithm, this AI, this precursor to the ultra intelligent machine, the precursor to the first ultra intelligent machine that will be the last invention humanity need ever make, uh, scans electronic records and may reduce sepsis deaths. Well, that's not just partial, right? That's deaths. Great. Okay. But therein lies the problem. When do we, when does this become more, more, uh, lost than gain building these machines? I, 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 I don't have an opinion about this. I, sometimes I, you know, depending on how I look at it, it's like I'm Samuel Butler or I'm Ray Kurzweil. It's like we should either have we should have started destroying these things when they were steamships or man the future is like there's no point in the future if we don't keep going in that direction. I don't I have not come down on it at all. Don't think you're detecting any sort of bias, but I do like to play around with the different positions when I talk about them as you will hear or as you have heard. DeepMind breaks 50-year math record using AI. New record falls a week later. Alpha Tensor a tensor is two levels up in as, or down in abstraction, or however you want to think of it, from a vector, no, one level up from a vector, and two levels up from a scalar, if you want to get into the math of it. But it's just, it's just you know, 
a vector is a pile of number. Uh, uh, ooh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to explain math. I'm not qualified to do that, and I'm going to waste your time if I do. Um, okay, so Alpha Tensor discovers better algorithms for matrix math, inspiring another improvement from afar. Yes, very good. The deep mind people are doing what they do. Six reactions to the White House's AI Bill of Rights. AI Bill of Rights. Sounds like a Bill of Rights for AI, but of course it isn't. IEEE, that's good. We'll click through here. Let's see what we got. The non-binding principles, oh, good. We always like non-binding principles, are being, sarcasm, if you're not detecting it, are being both celebrated and vilified. So what should we do? Let's see which we want. Do we want to celebrate or vilify? Let's decide. The White House put forth its blueprint for an AI Bill of Rights. It's not... Should I click through to the link? It's not what you might think. It doesn't give artificial intelligence systems the right to free speech. Yet, the, you're right, article author. I was thinking that. Um, it gives, uh-oh, bang, paywall or something. No, just a pay pay blanket. It's not making me uh, can do something to continue. It doesn't give artificial intelligence systems the right to free speech, thank goodness, or to carry arms. Double, thank goodness. Okay. Nor does it bestow any other rights upon AI entities. Instead, it's a non-binding framework for the rights that we old-fashioned humans, human beings should have in relationship to AI systems. Good luck with that, man. This, this is not, I mean, good luck with it. I just don't see this happening. We can't, this is blue and red politics. We're talking strategic intelligence. We're talking B and R. So I talked about GNR, GCR, and BNR. When I talk about what nature is not effing around, GNR. Uh, genetics, nanotech, and robotics. Robotics covers AI. Um, GCR, global catastrophic risks. And you can also go below global with your threat models. And then B and R, blue and red politics. This sort of basic game theory thing that seems to happen where we split into two. Anytime there's anything to, you know, happening in the world, anything of significance, especially the, the development of new technologies, we split into two camps and fight it out to decide a direction. We don't split into three. Do we? It's blue and red. It's not, you know, blue, green, and red. Blue and red politics. I mean, because the, the the third one is always vanishingly small in terms of, you know, numbers. Blue and red politics. Um, and, you know, and we can't, I can't imagine, the thing that's driving AI is commerce, the, the the demand for what it can do and what it will what it can do now and what it will be able to do later and then the money to be made by satisfying that demand, the idea that governments are you know let, if one government does it, it okay but that it's got to catch on and it probably won't catch on until it's too late to you'll we'll see why we need some legislation but it'll be moving so fast that so much damage or maybe permanent damage will have been done because it's moving so fast it is not this is not the era of the great constitutions, the late 1700s and, and 1800s. This is, um, this is now. Okay, inside effective altruism. Ah, see, this is one of the, when we talk about our, um, uh, um, our good model, RTFM, right, true, fit, and mixed. Right is effective, effective altruism is about the right, but it's also about the, 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 the true, the fit, the fit part of, a model of what's good because your your altruism has to effective maybe is the um the the true part tough call but anyway this is this speaks to our good model inside effective altruism where the far future counts a lot more than the present right we talked about that yesterday on 
Retrace 30 or 31, um, we talked about the co- uh, Bostrom goes into detail about the cosmic endowment and the possibility, the ability that uh, we could, the, the decisions, and, you know, Tony Ord and lots of people around the future of humanity and future life institutes and all these people and open AI, they, they talk about how uh, the things we do today could, you know, uh, affect either actual suffering or, or, or thriving lives of the future or snuff out the possibility of those lives. Um, the decisions we make, make today uh, have probably enormous power uh, against the, 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 those possible futures. So they're saying here um, the far future counts a lot more than the present in the effective altruism movement. Yep, okay, we knew that. If you know what effective altruism is, altruism is then you, you know that. Uh, okay, then we're into the robotics and then research. I think we've done enough here. I, I, I don't want to go. All, should we go all the way? We're almost done. FedEx abandons its last mile delivery robot program. Okay. Should we have an open source humanoid? Elon Musk says no. Uh, Musk's point of view on the risks of robotic software getting into everyone's hand probably comes from his perspective about the possible dangers of AI from the Terminator. Yes, because Elon Musk is not very sophisticated. He probably just got his information and made his decisions on the basis of that movie as we all did right with this bionic noise co with this bionic noise covid survivors may smell the roses again bionic noise bionic nose with this bionic nose covid survivors may smell the roses again bionic nose what you're hearing from me is bionic noise but what they need is bionic nose a robotic pill could hold the key to easier treatment for people with diabetes and other health conditions all right Uh, great Deep learning, again, IJ Good, we have to build these things, right? Uh, deep learning tricks all the way down with a bit of mathematics for good measure. This is in, uh, in a research paper, notes and reflections, based on the first lesson, a.k.a. lesson nine of the Fast AI Part 2 course, Fast AI. Uh, deep learning is human through and through. Uh, that breakthrough has led, I just want to make sure I'm reading this correctly, that breakthrough has led to deep learning's adoption in domains like speech and image recognition, automatic translation and transcriptions, and transcription and robotics. Deep learning is human through and through. Um, okay, that breakthrough. ACM, uh, uh, Association of Computing Machinery. What is, what is ACM again? Uh, communications of the... I don't remember. It's, but that's a major uh, um, professional, professional body and, and, and set of journals, or at least one big journal. And tackling diverse tasks with neural architecture search. Okay. That's it. That's issue number uh, 299. We started with issue number 300 of this very good AI Weekly by Essentials newsletter. Um, But we got bored with the first one, so we jumped over. All right, that's enough. We've gone long. Uh, Notes, whatever. Um, References will be in the show notes. This is retrace, R-E-T-R-A-I-C-E dot com. Segment number 32. See you again around mid... No, not midnight. See you around 11. We go to 11. No, we don't go to 11. We go from 11. We're going to start doing this from 11 p.m. That works better because if we do segments back-to-back, we'll get them done before midnight. Um, Let's do it again tomorrow. Signing off.